Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. All right, good afternoon. I am excited. Today's show, in-studio guest, uh, Chaplain from uh, the state of Arizona, and you know her uh, from previous appearances here, but I'm looking forward. We have so much to get caught up on, and uh, she has several wonderful ministries, and we're going to chat with her throughout the hour. Don't forget, a couple of things here that you know Hope Fest is coming up Saturday, April 16th at Chase Field. Did the walkthrough earlier this week. Man, it's just going to be, it's, it gets bigger and better every year. But here's something I want to make sure that you participate in, and that is uh, two weeks of prayer, the uh, uh, daily prayer guide is going to be sent out starting this Saturday, and you can go online, abs.us forward slash hopefestphx. Now, I did that the other day and got totally tongue-tied and somehow got it out correctly, but it was totally by accident. Today, I actually practiced you know, not in front of the mirror, but in front of the microphone, as you were, abs.us forward slash hopefestphx. Or, of course, you can go to HopeFest and track it down at cityserveaz.com forward slash hopefest. But join in that two-week prayer. Uh, I'm going to be talking about it. You can follow along and pray with us. Uh, also, uh, Aspire is coming up a week, well, April 8th. A week from tomorrow. Bill, I need you to do me a favor. I forgot to ask. Jean is over there, like in the other. Can you get her to come in here for a second? I just need to check on a contest. But it's uh, one night, three hours, just for women, an evening full of laughter, learning stories, and more. Author and speaker Shante Feldhahn, speaker and teacher Shannon Hoffpower from up uh, north here in, in Arizona, uh, Carrie Pomeroli, and our very own Mia Kane uh, doing the worship music. She coming? She's going to be on. See if I if I were to say if I were to say something early, uh, she probably would chicken out and not come in. Just lean over here to the mic, Gene. All right. Yeah, get, get, you got to get really close. Maybe pull it up to you if you can't. I don't want you to fall over there. Okay. Uh, the, I was just talking about Aspire. Yes. Are Are we still giving? Is there still a chance for somebody to register to win? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 a VIP experience, uh, coffee with uh, Shante, right? Yes. And you can win. It's, how easy is it to win? All they have to do is send me an email. That, and that's easily done. Win at faithtalk1360.com. Win, W-I-N, at faithtalk1360.com. What do they need to include in that email? In that email, all they need to do is in the subject line include... Um, Aspire. A-S-P-I-R-E. So I know what contest they're they're going for. Yep. I need their name. I need a daytime phone number. Okay. And that's it. All right. And so they have like today and tomorrow or, or just today? They have through Monday. They have all the way through Monday? They do. Wow. That's pretty cool. All right. That's all I needed. Okay. Thanks. I uh, wanted to interrupt your day and, and waste uh, 10 minutes of your time. <laughs> so anyway, thanks for coming in though. See, that's how we do it right here. We we are live on the spot, up to the minute, and uh, that's what happens when you don't do proper show prep ahead of time. You literally just uh, interrupt somebody else's day. Uh, 
Donna, that's that's fun, right? That's how we do radio. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the way it goes. You were thinking this is normal, right? Exactly. Because that's uh, I, I'm, we're we're going to have a great conversation. Donna is uh, she's got some radio and acting and all of that experience. She's an author. Uh, she's a minister to those most in need, and she's our state chaplain. So. That's today here on Coinonia, at least for the next two segments. You're listening to Coinonia on Fake Talk 1360 KPXQ. You know, things just happen. I literally, during that commercial break in the last 60 seconds, uh, got an email from Dave Heller. That's J.J. Heller from her latest album. And uh, no, I'm not name dropping. That's not the purpose of that. I'm just saying, you know, God is, God can break. When you're looking, if you look for opportunities to see God's little specialties for your life, you'll find them because they're there all the time. And uh, I've been watching... As uh, JJ and uh, J and J and JJ, because it's Jason and Jason, I believe, and JJ Heller, they're uh, touring the country and they are having so much fun promoting it. Uh, They're playing to a a sold out crowd uh, tonight, for example, but it's just been a delight. Uh, The the things that they're doing, they're just having a blast. And that's kind of what. you know, I, I feel that our lives in Christ are supposed to be. Uh, by the way, it's uh, Josh Wilson, Jason Gray, and J.J. Heller, uh, and they're in Rochester tonight. So, the, and but my point is this: the joy of the Lord. That's what we're supposed to be looking for. Now, I have Donna Kafer in here. She's uh, the state chaplain. We're going to talk about a lot of the ministry things that she does. But it would be very, very easy, Donna. And correct me if I'm wrong. Considering where you, your ministry field is, uh, specifically there at the state capitol, with all that's going on in politics and all that's going on with the legislature as they're wrapping down and getting bills through and getting things uh, voted on, you could really kind of get, you know, down in the dumps pretty easy, right? I mean, it'd be pretty oh, yeah. easy to just kind of get drawn into all that. You could, if, if you allowed yourself to, to get drawn into it, but I remind myself that our hope is not in our politicians. Amen. Our right. hope is in the Lord Jesus. Thank yeah. you. So uh, my being there is to hopefully offer that hope and and help them with their perspective and that they don't get, I think they get tunnel vision sometimes. And Right. Well, and, and you know, and they're here, they're getting attacked from oh, yeah. every different direction. I can't even, I can't even imagine um, being in the political arena nowadays. I can't either. And I, you know what, sometimes I'm really pleased because of what I do and where I am that I don't have to express political views. Mm, I, and, right. and that that's kind of a good thing right now. Yeah. Uh, another thing, too, you've been uh, at the Capitol since what, 2001? Uh, a little before that, little like before 97, that. about eight, 18 years but or so. As the chaplain. As just, the chaplain. Yeah. yeah, probably around that time. And one of the keys, obviously, with 
uh, politicians and all that they have to deal with from both sides, their own constituents that agree with them and those that don't agree with them, they kind of get hit from all sides almost all the time. Mm-hmm. They're not the most trusting of folks uh, when it comes yeah. to uh, being open emotionally or even – They're very uh, guarded. Yeah. It's, it, and to develop relationship with those people, uh, people in the political realm, takes time. Takes uh, You have to find opportunities to gain their trust. Everybody wants something from mm-hmm. them. Right. So my being there is I want nothing other than to offer encouragement. Yeah. And, and it takes time, patience. It takes a lot of time and patience, yeah. uh, anything worthwhile doing. Now, for those that may have the same response as so many times when I say, oh, Donna Kiefer, she's the, she's the state chaplain. We, we pay for a chaplain? Our tax no. dollars pay for a chaplain? I said, no. <laughs> no. No, I'm a nonprofit ministry, and I raise my own funds. Uh, you know and how that goes. It's yeah. like missionary work. It's like, right. what, a missionary? <laughs> missionary to and, politicians? Now, okay. Now, I have to say, <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, uh, a little bit of joking in here, but a lot of seriousness. That is a great mission field. It is. Actually. You Much know, you needed. You think about it. Much needed. And, and, you know, when I start telling people that we actually have – prayer in government, that Mm -hmm. we have the Capital Christian Fellowship we meet weekly and have been for years and years, and and that there's lots of prayer and opportunity, and and even more so in Washington, D.C., people take very seriously their call to pray in our nation's capital and here locally. Uh, It's amazing. But to answer that call, people say, why bother? Mm Mm-hmm. We what we need that we desperately yeah. need to care. My prayer for any elected official, uh, pr- whether it's President Barack Obama or, or you know Governor Doug Ducey or anybody in between, mm-hmm. is that they will be blessed. Yes, that they will be encouraged. That they will be uh, surrounded by men and women with godly wisdom. Thank you for that. Right? I mean, isn't that, what, isn't that what we're supposed to do? That is what we're supposed to do. And you know what? Just you're hearing you say that it brings, almost brings tears to my eyes because so many people who love God, who are followers, will be so angry and, and just they, they don't want to pray for these people and, and don't have any heart for them. But we see them as God sees them. Yeah. And, well, I try to. Yes. You know, it's sometimes hard I sometimes. Get, sometimes yes, I'm like, I know. man, I'm really upset by that sure. decision. But that's a decision, not the person. That's it. And we have to see how God sees their heart. And if they're lost, then he wants them to come mm-hmm. to saving. That no man should perish. No man. No man. And that does not what it it's what it means, no man. Right. So we pray for all of our elected officials. Uh and that's my heart. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a challenge. I've had people say, well, if I were down there, if, if, if I were down there and I tell them, I said, well, that's why you're not down there. I was going to say, that's why you're not down there. And that's why it wouldn't yes, work if you yes, were down there. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I've thought about this over time. And a lot of people say, wow, they've got a, a female, a lady chaplain. I said, you know what I've decided over the years and during the time that I started becoming and doing chaplaincy with them, I decided they needed a mom. Hmm. They needed a nurturer for a season. And then that could change later on. But I think that's what we need to offer, just someone to care about them, love them. And it's a real challenge to do that to people who may not believe 
as we do or the same political affiliation, whatever. Yeah. But it's a challenge. And, and I just uh, – that's another thing, too. It's not like you, you're you without opinion, right? Well, I definitely have my own opinions. <laughs> so, and they may surprise some so, people. So, well, and, and, and but that's the thing, though. Yes. That's not the place for it. No, that's not the place for it. And, and so I encourage people, if you can leave that – Behind, you want to come down. You want to pray. You want to be a visible presence. Uh, then, then come down to the state capitol. It's it's our it's our capital. Mm-hmm. We should be able to be there. And people are always so surprised. Uh, the one great thing is we've been doing it for quite a long time. If someone just starts it up, I have friends who are trying to start prayer lunches or different things in different governmental mm-hmm. buildings. They run into roadblocks yeah. because they haven't been doing it as long. Right. That, that trust establishment. That trust establishment is like, oh, those people, oh, we do. that's fine. They've been doing that forever. And so I continue to encourage them. You know, the city of Phoenix, they've got their employees for Christ. Maricopa County employees, uh, they're doing the same type of thing. They're trying. Mm-hmm. So it's a challenge. Yeah. It, it, and as we've seen in the news, uh, city of Phoenix Council, Scottsdale City Council, yes. uh, certainly some challenges there. Center for Arizona Policy, they uh, uh, coordinate prayer in the, the House and Senate yes, they uh, do. on a daily basis. That's awesome. Yay. There's so many ways that if God is calling you to serve and to pray, mm-hmm. uh, you, there is a place for you to do it. There is a place. In fact, and we haven't set a date yet, but uh, we're looking to my Capital Christian Fellowship group, our Wednesday group. We're looking to start a prayer time um, down at the Capitol, we might get the old Senate chamber where we just go to prayer maybe from 11 to 1. People can come in and then pray and leave, and we'd even do walking around outside the Capitol buildings. So we're looking at doing that. And this has been done over time, so many things mm-hmm. over the years. We've tried different things. But, you know, for the longest time, I felt like I was down there by myself. Right. And then, you know, thank goodness that Center for Arizona Policy, they've got all these great prayer warriors sitting Mm -hmm. up. I used to do that. I used to go sit up in the gallery and they'd be on the floor and there's some important thing. And I'd be, you know, I'm up there waving. Here I am. Now we've got people sitting up there specifically praying for these things and praying for our people. You need all the the manpower Mm -hmm. that we can. We're the church. We're the body. Right. We're we're a military outpost. Come on. Well, I... Talk about, you know, if you want expertise, regardless of what your profession is, wouldn't you want, for example, if somebody is, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're in the IT industry, mm-hmm. well, what would they give to, you know, have an uninterrupted hour with, say, you know, Stephen Jobs or, oh, wow. you know, right? right? Yes, absolutely. Well, how about this? You know, you have access to the creator of all that was, is, and ever will be. Wow. Period. Woohoo! <laughs> right? How exciting is that? I mean, how do you not take advantage of I that? I know, and why wouldn't you? And, and I'm I'm just as guilty. I mean, yeah. I do the same thing. It's like I think, oh, I can fix these problems, and yeah, then I yeah. get all stressed out and sick and worried and, then what and all happens? that. Yeah, and then I go, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something. You ever prayed for something to happen and ask people to pray for you, and then something really great, the thing you were praying for, happens? And then you're surprised. Yeah. I I get so <laughs> irritated when that happens I, to me. When I do I it, it's like, I should not be surprised that surprised? God moved and made something happen. I know. And that, that is so, I just had that conversation with someone. I said, I don't understand that why we're that way. Yeah, and, uh, but, but it, it seems to happen. But we certainly do it. Yeah. We certainly do it. So uh, Donna Kafer, she's the uh, 
chaplain for the state of Arizona and a lot more. We're going to do the a lot more conversation as well. But as we're going into the break here, real quick, we have the governor's prayer breakfast coming up April 21st. Tell us just a bit about that. Uh, The Arizona governor's prayer breakfast, April 21st, downtown Hyatt Regency Hotel. Our guest speaker, keynote speaker, Joel Manby from uh, SeaWorld which is probably another little controversial sure. subject. But yep. I really, I'm, I'm actually, because of that, I'm interested to hear what he, what has, he has to, to say, say as a man of faith. Yeah. And, and it, well, just there's, there's so many areas. And, again, uh, something that I'm going to talk more and more about um, as this program continues on throughout the months and years, hopefully, is that, you know, we're called to be influencers in whatever God's gifted us to do. Amen. Right, we're not just called like Donna is or I am to minister, quote unquote, in the parachurch. Uh, but we're, if you're an expert in IT, mm. it, that's where God wants you working. That's, that's where He right. wants you to be a minister. Boy, we so need them. we are. Uh, we're going to continue the conversation. We've got another segment here with Donna Kafer. If you'd like to go online, go to lcarizona.org. That's lcarizona.org. And uh, you can see her website there. And if you want more information on the Arizona Governor's Prayer Breakfast, which is uh, April 21st, just kind of scroll down to the left there on her website and click that link, and it'll take you right to the Arizona Governor Prayer Breakfast.org website as well. You're listening to Koinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. from J.J. Heller. It's not brand new, but if you don't have it, it would be new to you, and I highly recommend it. Donna Kafer is in studio with me, and uh, amongst other things, the uh, Governor's Prayer Breakfast is coming up April 21st. Go to lcarizona.org, not only to find out about Donna's uh, many ministry uh, facets, but also on the lower left-hand side of the website, there is the link to the Prayer Breakfast. You can get your tickets. Join us. I'm going to be there uh, Don is going to be there. A lot of people you know will probably be there. So uh, we will want to uh, have you there with us. Uh, that album from J.J. Heller has a song on it that if you were to play for uh, you know the group that you minister to at the prison, yes, they would all be puddles because it's you know it talks about, uh, now, you go to the women's prison, but mm-hmm. it, it talks about uh, a dad who's incarcerated and his young daughter that uh, wants to have a dance, the, father, the father-daughter the father dance. She can't have it because he's in prison. Aww, so my. the whole song is about her asking the warden if they can have a dance. And Aww. it's a true It's based on a true story. Really? Uh, from back oh, east. I've got to get that. And so you need to, and that song, The Sound of a Living Heart, that song right there, uh, that's redemption. That's talking about 
you know, being raised up from the ashes. Absolutely. So Beautiful. that is kind of what you experience. You yes. were just saying the first thing you said to me when you sat down <laughs> after hello was, oh, I had a great night at the prison last oh, night. My I'm, now, I just want to say that's not a normal conversation starter. <laughs> no, right? not I had a normally. great night at the prison last night. <laughs> not but, normally, but you got to get excited. When you go in and you share a message to almost 100 ladies who are desperate mm, for truth, yeah. and, and they come in and they don't know, and when you offer them the, the living God mm-hmm. through the power of Jesus Christ, what can what can liberate them. And so every, every chapel service at the end, I always give an altar call. And every week we have women just pour forward. And because we have new people all the time, and then mm-hmm. some will come and sit in the back of the room and just listen. But we encourage them, you know, to receive the Lord, do Bible study, get baptized, and then uh, plug them into good churches wherever yeah. they're going. And and that's key. It's it's fellowship. It we're we're key. created to commune one with another. The deceiver loves to use isolation, and he'll use sin mm. to isolate us uh, through right. shame or whatever. Shame. And uh, we have to show love. We have to show love, and and they have a hard time uh, because they think there's a neon light over their head when they re- mm. get out of prison that says you know ex con felon, and they feel like everyone's judging them. That may not be so, but but truthfully, some of them may encounter people that don't know quite what to make of them. So I try to fit them into churches that I know really will embrace them, mm-hmm. and no matter what their background or what they've come through. And I would love to say all churches would receive them. Mm-hmm. But I think people don't realize that these are just people. Yeah. Um, they could be your next door neighbor, people you see in the grocery store. It's amazing. You go out there and you, you, I don't know what you, the preconceived idea is, but it's most of them are just, just people. Yeah. And what is the Bible say? When you visited me in prison. Yes. What do you think that means? Right. I mean, what, what, what What is that? How can that, that's not one of those vague scriptures. Yeah. That's not vague. That's right out there. That's, uh. And people say, oh, but I don't feel called to go do that. I said, but but Jesus encouraged us to visit those in prison. Mm-hmm. And so that's, and it's hard. I, not, I know not all people feel comfortable with that. But I love these ladies. I love going in. I love giving the message to them every week and encouraging them and, and seeing. And I, as you watch them over time, we've been going at least out to the women's prison at Perryville for five years. Uh, and I've been to other prisons throughout the country uh, visiting and speaking. But you get to know some of these ladies because they're there for a while. But it's uh, And see the transformation. You see what's taking place in their lives. And that's very rewarding. And um, you are always looking for others to join you in this ministry too, right? Yes, yes. We can take as many as five people. And right now we're... We definitely need at least two or three more um, people to join us. Ladies, uh, usually Kathy Foreman, who goes with me, she does the music and I speak. But if we had other people there to pray, we need people to pray with the ladies, to walk around before we start, talk to them afterwards, be an encourager. We really need that. And they need, it's not one of those things that they can just show up 
no. uh, day of. You got to get some no, yeah, some background. Yeah. So a lot of background well, checking. Just uh, if somebody's listening right now, and they would like to go with you mm-hmm. to minister to those uh, at Perryville, what would they need to do? Well, if they they contact me, I could get them all the the application and forms that they need to fill out to get to the head chaplain at Perryville, to Chaplain Holder, and then they they begin that process. You know, there's drug testing. You have to get a TB test. And once you get through that and you get your Department of Corrections ID, volunteer Mm -hmm. card, then you're good. You just renew it yearly. And uh, once you do that, and and it's a huge commitment. This is the other problem. We're there every Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, I've had people will join us for a while and then they drop out. And Mm -hmm. it's a big process going through getting someone cleared. Yeah. So the chaplains are like, oh, are they sure they want to do this? Right. And and I, I encourage people, you you will be so rewarded and be so encouraged. And I think there's some fear. People say, aren't you afraid? Like, right. No. Well, yeah. for one thing, the ladies we minister to are, are in minimum security. Mm-hmm. Um, people say, what are the, the biggest crimes that these women have? Uh, you know what? Some of them have just been so broken and abused, and they've been in really bad relationships. A lot of it is drugs. Yeah. Uh, self-medication, I call it. Mm-hmm. They they just need to know that they're whole and complete in Christ. So if they want to contact me, they can find me on Facebook or there's on my website. And as always, you can always send me an email, Tom, at faithtalk1360.com. I'll get it over to Donna. That'd be but you great. can go online, lcarizona.org. That's lcarizona.org. Uh, we're, we only have like four minutes left, but... Uh, cover a few other things that you you're an author tell me yes. h- how that's coming uh you've got how many books out now well well i still only have the two books <laughs> women of courage there's and always women... another one in the yes in there's the... always trust me a writer's always writing even when they're not writing mm. that it's, it's a process goes on all the time uh so yes writing i've got books that uh i'm planning and that needs to be done Part, partly my husband keeps bugging me about writing my own testimony. Mm, I think that would be which, a great. Which is something I really I, need I, to I do. mean, I can name two, but, you know, the your, your prayers at the Capitol. Oh, yeah, there uh, you go. Your, your story, uh, mm. the stories of the women that you go uh, out. The there, there's three. What's up? What's holding What's up? up? What's up? What's up? Find the time. Find the time. Carpe we were diem. Just, we were just talking about uh, time <laughs> and how it seems like there's a lot less of it when you came in uh, today. Uh, also, uh, you do some uh, uh, traveling to go to uh, pray and be at other oh, yeah. uh, capitals uh, in our nation's capital. Tell us a little I, bit about that. I do a lot of that. There's um, great opportunities. I've been able to go to New York several times, prayed at the United Nations, believe it or not, to be able to go to the United Nations and pray and write in some of their meeting rooms and pray for our government. Washington, D.C., I've had opportunity to pray at our United States Senate and the House, which is quite a wonderful experience. I can imagine. And uh, the his- historic, everything about it just is so overwhelming. Right, it just right. You just get just choked up being there. And and so to be able to go there and pray in these, I, I met so many people in ministry. That's their full-time ministry. They go to all these buildings down in the Capitol Mall. That's what they do. Mm. All day long, they pray in these buildings. Wow. And there's so much going on behind the scenes, prayers constantly. So be encouraged. Yeah. Well, and also I'm encouraged when we uh, have the 
absolute pleasure as we did this last Friday, uh, Congressman oh, Trent know. Franks. Oh, love love Congressman I mean, Franks is wonderful. What was how was that not a, a Sunday sermon? Right? I mean, that was always. He's he's just one of the most wonderful, prolific speakers. He's so knowledgeable, and everything comes from the heart. Yeah. It, you may not agree with every uh, you know political thing, but boy, you right. cannot you cannot uh, disagree with the fact that he is trying to serve God with everything he's with got. With everything, I was like, can we have Trent for president? He, he can't even he de- <laughs> he can't even talk about his kids without getting choked. I mean, that's how I that's know. how invested he is uh, emotionally in what God's calling him to do. And you know, I knew him. Well before he, you know, yep. ran for Congress. When Me too. He, actually, I knew him before he ran for legislature here in the state. There you go. Uh, but we have opportunities. Um, uh, Representative Montenegro. Yeah. I mean, we we have so many people here in Arizona that we can pray with and for. We don't want to just pray with the ones we agree with, though. As you and I were mm-hmm. talked about last segment, we need to be praying for all of our government leaders. It's amazing. And if you go, I'll go to some that probably would wonder, why am I there to pray for them? But once I, you know, they maybe think I have different political views. But when they see that I'm just caring for them, mm-hmm. they'll they'll call me and ask for prayer. Yeah. And see, that you, is yes, that is huge. That is huge. That's when what you we're supposed to be door, as the body of Christ. Salt and light to yes. the world. Yeah. Jesus Absolutely. is the bread of life. And if we're, you know, we need to feed his sheep. Mm-hmm. We need to be there. And to have a legislator's office call me or the legislators themselves and say, would you pray for my family? Would mm. you pray for me? I mean, that to me is amazing. Donna Kafer, my guest in studio, Arizona Legislative Chaplaincy website is lcarizona.org. And coming up on uh, April 21st, the Arizona Governor's Prayer Breakfast keynote speaker is Joel Manby. And uh, you're invited. Get the details by going to uh, Donna's website there, lcarizona.org. On the lower left hand is a link to the governor's prayer breakfast. If you want to join her in uh, going out to the the women's prison, she would love to put you through the process. Uh, Donna, thanks. Thank you. Always a delight. I like having you in studio. I love it. That's the way to do it. That's it. I mean, sometimes we have to do it over the phone, but... Sure, enjoy having you in studio. Thank you so much. You're listening to Koinonia. This is Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ.